welcome to the ECG podcast, the show where some East Coast buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and discuss our love of video games. On this week for September 11th, 2020, we're going to be talking about the pricing reveal and uh, full specs for the Xbox Series S and X uh, and ask the question, what's Sony's next move? We're going to talk a little bit about our impressions of the Avengers and Tony Hawk and briefly touch on Ubisoft's uh, next. Wait, is it next? Ubisoft next? Forward. Forward. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I had too many uh, different uh, (laughs) names for these uh, conferences that are happening regularly. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Chris Waterman. Tonight, I'm joined by uh, Georgia Ravelo from Miami, Florida. What up? What up? We got Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. Football season is finally here. It is indeed. I got. I just we just scored some free tickets to uh, the game on Sunday, man. Like, yeah, the uh, Jags and the Chiefs are the only two teams allowing um, fans in the stadium. Now the Dolphins will be too. The Dolphins. Oh, really? Yeah, at uh, twenty percent capacity. Yeah, Yeah, that's. I think that's what the Chiefs were at too. Yeah. So we were like, hey, free tickets. You know, it's like lower level, like. Uh, they'll probably get destroyed by the Colts, but whatever, man. You know, hey, maybe we can do that. Uh, that Dolphins uh, Jaguars Thursday game. Marianne still uh, wants to do it, man. Yeah, she yeah, still yeah. wants to do it. I had um, plans to go to the opening game for the Saints versus Tampa Bay, so I could see Tom Brady for the first time doing what he does best, you know. And then, of course, a pandemic has to happen. So you're a quarterback cuck? Is that what you are, Zach? <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm a, I'm a Brady fan. Always awesome. have, always will be. I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Patriots fan first, of course, but I, I, I still uh, love Brady. It's all good, man. Uh, well, uh, we may see Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky a little bit later. So who knows? Uh, for now, let's jump right in. So this week we we got uh, maybe not in the way that Microsoft intended, but we got the details and price of the Xbox Series S in a massive leak that happened while I was sleeping. Woke up to just a ton of messages from all kinds of people talking about it. Uh, and I actually, I take that back. The series X and S were both kind of leaked. They confirmed in the middle of the night, the series S and said they would have more to announce. And I think it was like, what, 24 hours later that we got the details, uh, for the series X as well, including the price. So 299 series S essentially from the specs looks to be a, uh, you know, 1080, 1440 P version of the series X, right? It's like 4k, notwithstanding it, it has the same CPU. Um, and then we had the series X at 499 and, you know, we kind of, I think already knew most of the specs, uh, even before this leak happened. What are our initial thoughts guys? Take it away, Zach, or all right, go, um, go ahead real quick. I'm just looking something up real quick. Yeah. So worth worth noting too the, the pricing, uh, plan that they, uh, uh, also was, was announced, but go ahead. Sorry. George. Yeah, so I uh, well, first, shame on you, Microsoft, for having uh, you know, it decided for you. That's what you, you got, what you deserve for waiting so long. Um, you know, that somebody forced your hand, or maybe it was all intentional from the beginning. I don't know, but um, but I'm happy. I'm happy that we finally got something. You know, our last show, we were really worried about when we would finally find out. So I'm glad. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised that we finally got some news on it. Um, I. It's not a shock. It's I'm I'm. It's what I was expecting for the Series X, the Series S. That's that's quite nice, man. Um, now that we've got some confirmation on this on the specs, 
same CPU. The, the big difference is just the processing power, the, the flops, the, the four flops or three flops, and and the Series X has the 12 teraflops or whatever. Um, Which is just output. So if you don't have yeah. a 4K TV, like other than that 4K resolution, it's they can go right. up to 120 FPS, yep. you know, just like the Series X. So um, yeah, it seems like a, like I think the Series S is the biggest thing about this for sure. The Series is price at what we were all thinking it was going to be. We had a hard time seeing them put anything over 500. If anything, we had some hopes that maybe it'd be cheaper. Yes. But 299 for next gen gaming um, and everything that you're getting is is a game changer because there's nothing there's no way Sony's going to get anywhere near that. Um, so I think that is a that is a huge step forward um for microsoft to even even the score and and the console wars it's 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 a big opening first punch that i don't think sony's going to be able to match and they're going to attract a lot of parents a lot of parents uh, for the holiday season buying things for the kids um seeing a very very tasty price tag of 2.99 and then the all access thing is is also going to attract them i i don't think the all access uh, uh, obviously okay everyone's situation is different um for all access, if you have, if you if you're in a fortunate enough position where you can pay for the console upfront, that is your best bet to do. Um, uh, the all access is something where you don't have to, big, you know, three or five hundred dollars on the spot. You'll get access to the games if you're already paying monthly, you know, full price for for Game Pass, then it's a then it's a pretty good deal. You don't save a ton. It's just you don't have to, sh- you know, make that big investment upfront. Um, but um, if you're a little bit more shrewd and, and, and frugal and, and you take your time finding deals, you can get Game Pass Ultimate for a much cheaper price, um, you know, finding subscription codes, finding deals and stacking them um, and buying stuff up front. You can definitely save a lot more money that way and buying your console up front. But obviously, that's not going to be something that your typical parent or your your casual gamer will go through. So I think... You know what is it? It's twenty four, twenty four bucks a month, twenty five bucks ninety five for the S, and then and thirty nine, right? Yeah, thirty four ninety five. I think right. for the ten dollars so, price point difference, like, and it's over two years. Yep. Um, I think for people that are not in the financial position, right? Like that parent yep. that like may you know not be in the best financial, like the fact right. that you could still give your kid like a nice Christmas if like maybe like a two ninety nine console would be out of reach to go like, well, no money down and it's 25 bucks a month, you know, like, and you know, they can have a console or, you know, even 35 bucks if they want it. Disclaimer though, that is subject to good credit. Credit. credit yeah. You know, so yeah, hard to repo a console, I would imagine. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. So, uh, you know, that is the best, you know, so as, so long as you can get that 0% on it, I don't know what, what kind of credit you need to have for it. It would be nice to, to have a ballpark, obviously. Um, but so long as you can get that 0%, it's a good deal. If you start having to pay interest on it, I think that quickly goes south. But yeah, I mean, ideally for somebody, especially now with COVID, right, with everything going on in the world, um, the fact that you could give your, your, your kid, uh, like the, you know, the Christmas of his dreams for 25 bucks at the end of the month, that, that's great. You know, um, that's, that's good stuff. I mean, you know, I, I think it's almost maybe a little bit better for the 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 xbox series x the all access because that's just ten dollars more and you get the premium console with all this stuff you know the best of the best for just ten dollars more a month um you know 
but yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's good stuff all around and it's a really, it's, it, yeah, like the Microsoft went for the jugular with, with what they're doing here. Um, and I don't know that Sony can also match announced that EA uh, access was oh. in game pass too, which is well, like, EA, the, it, there's two versions of that, right? Okay. So um, there, there's, they're a little bit unclear, but if you go and you read the fine print, there is two levels of EA access. There is the EA, uh, it's there's a five dollar one and a fifteen dollar one. It's the five dollar one. You have a different. Uh, it's it's basically the same thing. You get ten percent discount, but the games pool is significantly different. You get access to older games. Um, you know, you don't have access to the same amount of games. So I think it's just a. It's 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 still good. It's free. Hey, free is free. It's included in there. It's a great deal. Um, but it's it it is also like another little trap from EA to get you to maybe upgrade to the more premium version if you like it. Um, but yeah, it is two different ones. It's not they're they're having two different things now. It's not the same regular EA access. So the the other thing that uh, came out, I, I want to send you guys a picture if you haven't seen. Uh, they sent mockups to some of the gaming outlets, like like of the actual console. Have you seen the size of this beast? Like, yeah, it's massive, right? It's pretty big. Okay, I just I was gonna send it if you guys had not. Um, I heard have, about it. It's like a tower. Or basically a PC tower almost. Yeah. In well, many ways. Like narrower, like or like yeah. not as deep, you know, like it's just kind of more like vertical. But um, but yeah, I think it's, it's definitely uh I I measured, I think it may just barely fit in my entertainment console. That's my way. problem. Yeah. I think it's gonna I, be a nightmare for, for ventilation and shelves. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a nightmare. You can you lay might have it to put horizontally. It Like oh you can? A, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can lay it horizontally, but oh, um, okay. But I, you know, I think it looks cooler with like the green light sticking on top. So I may have to invest in a new uh, console or some, uh, entertainment uh, console um, to hold this bad boy. Where are you at with uh, with this, Zach? Yeah, uh, I I think it's all great. It's funny we were just talking about it last week. How long can Xbox go before they? A couple of days. <laughs> yeah, literally, and then bam, a couple of days later, and they come out with this. Uh, yeah, I think the Series X is priced right where we all thought it was going to be at 500 i think we thought 600 was going to be the limit um and i'm glad that that's you know not the case so 500 is i feel the sweet spot and 300 for the series s is awesome if you're you're getting i don't want to say essentially the same console but you're getting a, a better console than the one x and it's gonna run everything that the series x does it's just not gonna look as good won't have as good of a frame rate and stuff like that so no the frame rate should be identical if you're outputting to 1080p that's what they've said like it's just oh so if you're not in 1440 and you're in 1080 it'll be identical yep you can go 120 fps or 60 fps oh yeah see that's awesome which is there was a developer that uh that came out and spoke and said that there were some concerns with the one s that because like it it can do all those things, but because of that lack of processing power, there may it may pose some challenges in next gen where it will have a like even though it can do all those things, it will have a hard time producing it. Um, I, I forgot who it was that that, that said that, but um, nothing has happened yet. But there there are some concerns about how much it's going to be able to handle um, in the future. Like it, it can play at all those things, but but if it can't like 
you know, the, something with the processing power. I, I, I didn't read too much into it, but I could see some issues with it. Like it can, it's capable of doing all these things, but if it's not strong enough to, to do them consistently, it could cause some issues. You could still have frame rate issues and stuff like that. That's what I could foresee being an issue in the future. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, as long as I would, I mean, I would like to guess as long as it doesn't hinder like the, um, like a- anything they wanted to add to the game, like for instance, the the um, Shadow of Mordor. What's that? The Nemesis system is not on the Xbox 360 version of the game because the 360 couldn't handle the underlying mechanics of whatever runs the Nemesis system on the newer systems. So I, I, my biggest hope or concern or whatever is just that nothing like that gets omitted from games because the Series S can't I, run it. I could see it posing more of a problem for developers that want, like, that it's, it may not be as simple as just, like, all right, they, they can both run the game, just this one won't run it as, as pretty. Um, but I wonder, yeah, I, that would suck if you have to start omitting stuff um, for the Xbox One S. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully it's just a matter pretty of confidence. I mean, yeah. you know, who knows? Like they're trying to sell a console after all, but like right. there seems to be a lot of confidence that like, you know, in the discussions I've seen mostly this week are like looking at the specs is like this should, if you're playing on a 1080p or like, or 1440, like you, you're mainly going to be sacrificing resolution and not like frame rate. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like load times and all that stuff should be roughly the same but right yeah and you'll get the you'll get the native 4k from the series x but with the with the series s you're still getting 4k it's just the scale it's just scaled um you know so you'll still you'll still get a good quality picture i get you know we won't know exactly until you know people start reviewing both of them and you have the side by side a digital um, finder will do some crazy yeah comparison but I, but i'm but it's i mean this is a it's a hell of a deal you know and this what I think is this is also, I mean, the, the problem is that they don't have any launch games right now. We also want to see what the launch lineup is. That's a real problem that they don't really have any games to sell with this. But the Series S also attracts your PC gamer, right? The, the, the PC gamer that doesn't care for all that stuff and just would only consider a console just for the comfort of playing in a couch, you know? Just um, so you get that, you know? Like I could see people who have high end PCs eventually picking up a Series S eventually. Probably not on launch. Or, or your but... Sony fanboys that like down the road, oh, yeah. you know, so, like yeah. somebody that doesn't care that like just wants to play the Microsoft yep. exclusives, but doesn't necessarily care about 4K. Yeah, for um, sure. So, so I think it's 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 good stuff all around. Like there is no no nothing bad to this. Um, you know, I, I think it's a it's a win all around. Um, but what does Sony do from here? Yeah, so worth noting really quickly, because I do want to talk about Sony. Uh, so there's not really much in the way of first party uh, lineup or, you know, for like the launch uh, yeah. lineup. But like, I think we know like the medium, um, you know, will be there. And I think, did they say it's Gears Tactics then? or Yes, is it launch. launch. It's launch. Yeah. And so, I'm so pumped. But like third party, like you got Valhalla, like we know is now they're they're launching in a week early, like to be right. like, you know, uh, have parity with like the console launch. Destiny Beyond Light, you know, Destiny 2 Beyond Light will be essentially their launch title, right? Yeah. Um, so like third party wise, like they're like, okay, like, and I feel I feel a little I mean, like, look, man, it, would it have been great to have like a fantastic Halo game like at launch? Like, yeah, I mean, I think we'd all agree on that. But like launch windows typically kind of suck for new consoles anyway. Right. Like, so 
I'm just happy I've got like, you know, Destiny and Cyberpunk and, and a good like, you know, presumably like Ace, uh, Assassin's Creed game to to play um, around the time that, you know, hopefully yeah. feel that like next year. Like it, they're big AAA titles, at least, I guess, that are, are not like, you know, sports titles, I guess. To, their, to their biggest selling point is going to be the fact that you get Game Pass on on this console on day one and you have access to all. The, they said that there was going to be what 100, 100 games that are going to become optimized for the Series X and s so i think that's their biggest selling point is that on day one you buy this console you're going to get game pass you're going to get access to you know yeah we don't have any exclusives for you right away but we have this entire library of games that are going to look amazing on this console and i I mean i think that's enough i mean it's enough for me um you know destiny at 4k 60 dude like that's i'm i'm stoked for that after you know playing at 30 and like yeah some, for sure the load the load times and stuff with menus apparently like that the, that's not a thing in pc you just like click your menu yeah. and it just it's just bah, pops like and uh i'm excited that like finally like you know it, it'll be like wow like this is like what an optimized destiny experience feels like you know yeah for sure i'm i'm i'm, I'm happy about it man it's 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 good stuff all around and they're putting like like older older games they're gonna start uh, they're going to improve for like the Series X and stuff. Yeah. Like Ge- Gears Five is going to run at 120 frames per second, and that's just insane. Is and that multiplayer or single player? Probably single, multiplayer. Uh, multiplayer. Yeah, multiplayer. Yeah, and I'm sure like it'll be you know 4K 60 for single player still, but like, but that is yeah, that's bonkers. Like I, mean, I yeah, like it's going to totally change. Like yeah, like console players who have never played on a PC or anything or have never seen like how like how smooth games can be like it's it's gonna be like a uh a whole new world changer man it's 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 a game changer it's it's a win all around um it's 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 gonna be great i just i hope i hope that there's enough stock for me to be able to comfortably pre-order it that's all did you see um september 22nd i got a reminder set for 6 30 in the morning bro like (laughs) on september 22nd yeah yeah um, PlayStation just had Deathloop and um, Kensa, I think it's called, um, delayed. So that's two out of their launch window, unfortunately, too. And Deathloop looks so cool, too. Yeah, it really does. Um, the uh, did you guys see the de- the uh, demonstration of like I think it's like three or four games they go like they show the quick resume. Oh so yeah, like oh like, yeah, because yeah. you can suspend like, more than one yeah. Yeah. games. Yeah. And it, but like the, how quickly it opens from like one game to the next, like they like go into skate and like the dudes, you know, like doing tricks and stuff. And then he like hits the menu button and goes to another game. There's like a two second pause. And then like, oh, like the game is like up and, and going, you know, like I thought that was really, really cool. Good demonstration. Like, it's of the it. ray tracing stuff, right? Uh, no, ray tracing is like uh, is more like graphical kind of power. So like um, like. Uh, I think somebody mentioned it last podcast. Like, if you want to see like how crazy ray tracing is, like, oh, right, right, that's right. The right. Minecraft like ray tracing, like, oh, look yeah. at, like what Minecraft looks like, and it looks like a different game. Like, you would swear that like it's like a remake of Minecraft, but it's not. It's just they're using ray tracing for uh, you know how like light behaves and stuff. But um, so Sony, uh, going back to that, like, so is there any reason for them to wait unless it's bad news at this point? Like you think they next week, right? Like I would, I'd imagine like if they're smart, like they'll just go ahead and. Well, I mean, I feel like, I man, I don't know. So I, I feel like 
there what do you guys think is going to be the price difference like not not saying what the price is but what do you think is going to be the price difference between the digital and and disc version uh, uh is it 100 bucks or do you think it could be 50 it's no uh, more it than 100 it could be I think 50 it has to be 100 right 100 is a much sweeter proposition as like a um you know from a consumer standpoint i think it could, i mean disc drives aren't well i you know it's been a while since i've looked at like the price of like a 4k like disk drive um so i don't know that that would necessarily drive up i mean i guess it may uh like the console cost but um they, if they wanted to out microsoft microsoft like they could potentially it'd be nuts but if they did a hundred dollar difference they could launch like the disk list at like 399 and then do 499 for the version with the disk that's what that's that's where i have a hard time with the whole sony thing because one thing that's been pretty much all but confirmed was, I don't know if it's their processor or their CPU, but there was a certain part in their production that was significantly expensive than what Microsoft chose. Like, then that's the problem that they're having. Their processor. They cost, yeah, that it costs more to make the, the PS5 than it does the, the Xbox. So um, I, I just don't see... I don't see how they can beat Microsoft. I don't see how they can sell you a four hundred dollar console. I don't see it. Yeah, what I no, could I'm see, I'm with you. But it, I mean, if they wanted to, if they wanted to take the the L for a little bit, like on in terms of price, because again, they always take a bath anyway. Like if they mm -hmm. want to sell eighteen million or whatever fucking game comes out anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like they're gonna, their their sales are all gonna come from their. Um, I, I think a four hundred is impossible. software. Yeah. So what do we think? 450 and 500 or 450 and I, What 550? I think, yeah, what I'm going with is I think the most likely thing is that their diskless version is $500. And and their and their disk version is 550 or 600. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they pull that shit again. I can see 450 550. Um or I just I have a hard time seeing the difference between the disk and diskless version being only 50 bucks. Because I, I mean, maybe it's just me, but as a consumer, like I'll pay fifty bucks more to have a disc to be able to have the option of having a disc. Like, why wouldn't you, man? It's fifty dollars. That's that's less than the game. Mm, I so don't I, care. I don't care. I'm I'm getting the digital. I think it looks prettier. I'm gonna have a four K. I could see that too with a with my Xbox, and like I'm pretty much all digital on my PlayStation now. Like the last physical game I bought was God of War. Like, um, and. And I'm also looking at like the the only other console that did digital only was the Xbox, right? The Xbox One S had a digital version, and it was a hundred dollars cheaper. So I feel like the I could be wrong, but the most likely scenario is that the difference between those two PlayStations are a hundred dollars. Like I feel like that's what that's what it has to be from a marketing standpoint. So I could see a four fifty five fifty, but I can't see a four hundred five hundred. Like I, I can't see I can't see if they wanted to be crazy. Where I think you're probably I hope correct, so. though. I hope so. I, yeah. I fucking hope so. From from my it would be great. But uh, I think where you're probably on the right track is like, so we know Microsoft wanted to be agile on pricing. Like if if we believe them that they were going to reveal the price next week, like without the leaks anyway. Like that's what Phil Spencer said their original plan was. Then they 499 must be a price point that they're comfortable is at least competitive right with like what sony's offering like if not like like competitive like in terms of being even or competitive like cheaper right so i think that kind of clues us into like where like the ballpark is for like the sony console now whether that's like competitive with the discless or like the disc version you'd think 
499 like they'd want to be competitive with the disc version like if i'm you know my money i'm saying like you know that's yeah. where they would go i right? could i could see it like i could see it force sony to make their their high end their their, their disc ps5 be 500 that drop it to 500 i could see them do a 450 500 um but i i don't see any of the i don't see either version of the ps5 being any cheaper than 450 I just don't, I don't think they can do it. I don't think they can afford to do it because not at launch anyway. Like two. Not, no, not at launch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it because of the cost of, of of the of the hardware from what's been what's been rumored. I don't think they could do it any less than four fifty. That'd be crazy. I hope it happens though. I hope I'm wrong. Please prove me wrong. Give me a four hundred dollar console and I'll be a happy man, dude. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you think, Zach? Do you think that they can go any lower than four fifty? I, I could see four hundred and five hundred. The that'd digital, be, that'd the be digital a big, big move, man. That'd be that'd be that'd be that would hurt Microsoft a lot, you know. Like, but they still have an, a console that's a hundred dollars cheaper. Yes, yes. It'll hurt. Sorry, it'll hurt the Series X a lot. It'll hurt the Series X big time. Yeah, it's and totally I, I I sort of agree because like it would be one thing if let's just say Halo Infinite came out and wowed everybody right out the gate, right? Like holy shit, this is what next gen can really be. And it'd be one thing if Xbox was like, well, yeah, our console's a hundred dollars cheaper, but look at what it can do. Look what our right. console is able to put out. It's the most powerful console in the world. It's putting out this kind of power. It looks this good. You can do this in it. But it, it, we haven't seen anything like that. So it's not even like you could justify it being more expensive if that were to happen to be the case where it did come out at uh, um, four and five hundred dollars. But yeah. But then again, I mean, you're still getting the same PS5 no matter what, right? Like they didn't make room in the digital version and put better stuff in there or anything. So I mean, it's it's you're getting the same console power wise no matter what. So I mean, Xbox, as far as I know, right? It's Still the more powerful console. The yeah. Series X is it more seems, powerful than the five. All but confirmed that it is going to be. Yeah, whether that translates to, to better looking games, I don't know. But it's supposed to have the more like the more power. More it's got power. more flops. You know, it's got more teraflops, which means you know technically resolution and stuff. Like they'll have an easier time. Um, if, but if you talk to Sony, like, and you know, some of the folks out there have said, well, like with the type of processing that Sony's doing, like with their CPU, like. Technically, like you can have like faster load times and like, you know, they, like it, they operate in kind of a different way, I guess. Like they're not like apples to apples as far as like compare, comparing just like the, the raw specs on paper. So it like, seems like on paper, paper, yes. In paper, yes. In, in practice, TBA, you know, TBD. Do you, do you know what gets me so excited, though, is the fact that right now. The next God of War is probably being solely developed for the PS5, and that's. Oh, there's no maybe to that. Like it, a hundred percent. It's like yeah, and like it, how incredible it looked, and everything that it was able to do on the PS4. Man, I, I can't even wait to see what they do with that game on the five. Do you guys, do you guys feel like I feel like if the X, if the PS5 comes out with a four four hundred five hundred price point, yes, the Xbox still has that. Its only marketing edge then becomes the two ninety nine, the Series S. But I feel like if if Sony comes out with a PS Five that is 400 500 i feel like it absolutely ruins the series x and and it basically puts all of microsoft eggs in one basket which is a series s but why like, that'd be really why is that i because like why would what if you're getting so if 
you have the Series X is 500 bucks, and your PS5 is for 400 and $500. You're basically saying for $100 less, you get a comparable system just without the disc. You know, like if I'm someone that has no... Like I'm going to get Xbox regardless because I just think the online experience is much better. The like I just prefer Xbox Live to PlayStation Network any day of the week. So I mean I'm an Xbox guy all the way. But if I'm someone who's on the fence or doesn't know or just will go with whatever the best deal is, then question it's the PS5 discless version. Save a hundred bucks, you get a premium console. I don't know. It's like if if you're like I feel like the Xbox Series X in Microsoft eyes has to be somehow cheaper than the best version of the PS5. I don't know. I feel like they're in, they're they're that particular console is in a lot of trouble if if the P, if you can get a PS5 for four hundred bucks. See, I I I don't think so. Just because um, I don't think the world is ready as ready to go all digital as people think it is. And um, I don't, I'm, I don't have the numbers, but I don't think the Xbox all digital edition was like flying off the shelves or anything like that when it came out. And no. it's people, people still uh, want discs. Like it's, it's something that's not gonna just go away because in all digital, version of a of a of a console's out um i i think as long as xbox maintains their ground right as having the most powerful console and they're able to get a game to utilize that and prove it obviously i don't think we're going to get that um you know, day one. Uh, the only way that they're going to be able to probably do that day one is if they're running games that are going to launch on both consoles and they're saying, look how much better is whatever Cyberpunk looks on the Xbox than it does on the PS5 or whatever. Look at the details that you can get on the Xbox that you can't get on the PS5 or whatever in this game that they're both running. Maybe maybe that's a way to, to be able to make sure that you can still sell the Series X in that way. Um, but yeah, I I think I don't think it'd cripple it, but I mean, I totally see where yeah. you're coming from though. Like you could get, you know, a console that is relatively close pretty much to the same power as the Xbox and pay uh, $100 less. Yeah. I, I I totally get it, but I, I hope that happens. The all digital thing, man, I just I don't I don't I don't think as many people are going to buy into it. It's definitely going to be a huge hit for sure, but I still think the disc one will sell more than the old digital one. I do also like want to point. Out, I don't know what the sales were, but like it's pretty much it's it's pretty clear that, for example, the Xbox One X is m- more powerful than the PS4 Pro, right? And yet, Chris, you're muted, by the way. I think yours. Um, it's pretty clear that it's a, it's a more powerful system, and yet, and yet like in practice it doesn't really seem like it like both games both games you know run at hdr 4k they both look just as good um if you're like really nitpicking yeah you can maybe find some edges in the xbox one x but i don't don't think that i think the xbox one x versus ps4 pro showed us that just being able to say you have the more powerful console is not enough 
um, because I don't think also that hundred dollars more expensive for the one uh, X versus the PS4 Pro. Right. So uh, you know, so I think price will will matter more than 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 the, I don't know than than its capabilities. I guess if the long term, it's going to be games too. Like it's going right. to be games. Like once once right. the dust settles from the first year that these things are out, like Microsoft's yeah. got to have you know like they have to have some some tens or like some nine fives like they just they gotta like or at least have them on yeah. the horizon and like that's gonna i mean long term like yeah game pass is amazing x cloud's amazing but like if you want to like in their perfect world they're gonna convert like you know like sony sony people right like you want some of those people to come on back and get you want them to have a reason to come on back like because it seems, the- yeah, it seems like it might just be the you know if they're the prices are the same for the Series X and PS5, then it seems like their only way in to doing that is via the Series S. And I don't know if that's gonna if that's gonna be enough to pull people away from the PlayStation. It'll get a lot of parents. It'll get a lot of kids as a result. But I don't know if that is enough to 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 pull in guys like like me or you, right? Maybe our, our I think all of us are Xbox, you know, first, right? Like we are primarily, all, yeah. We're all primarily Xbox, but think of like our playstation counterparts i don't think that'll be enough to pull them over just a series s it, it like they would have to you know it would have to be something real special about this series x but we'll see i hope i hope it's a five i hope it's 400 dollars for the discless ps5 because hell if i can get both consoles for 900 bucks i am i am all there i'm all there yeah. are you that. gonna trade in your ps4 and uh, xbox so I don't like every time I've ever bought a console, it's been through a GameStop. It's the only time that I'll use GameStop because they'll usually have some sort of deal. But but on launch, I don't think it's that's going to be a possibility. So I think what will probably happen is I'll have to just sell these, you know, on on the side for cash, whatever I can get for them, and 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 take. So you're, you're planning on get? I, I think I'm probably going to get rid of like mine. You know, like yeah, there's no reason backwards compatibility. Like I, knowing I was oh for sure. I might game. I might hang on to it for like. A month or two, you know, just as if anything happens, you know, where I don't have an Xbox or whatever, that that would suck. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think I would sell it on the side if I get a hundred bucks for my PS4 and maybe two hundred for the Xbox One X, like whatever, man. Um, you know. You know what I was thinking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the one of the biggest reasons PlayStation was more successful over xbox right out the gate was because of no the messaging right the messaging after e3 when xbox was like the the whole used game thing and they had really bad messaging and then playstation did the whole this is how you lend a game on playstation and they handed it to the i mean that was was the connect bro the connect force the the difference for a, a weaker console too the xbox one the base xbox one was you know, weaker than the uh, PS4. Like, you know, like it couldn't hit 1080p, like uh, like 30, like on, it was like usually like 900, you know, like 30 or something like, there was always a compromise and you had a connect that really nobody was dying for. And like, and then, then there was the messaging and the other shit. Like that was kind of just the icing on the cake. But like, yeah. I think the that's why I feel point, like, yeah, that's why I feel like price is everything, man, because price was why the 360 kicked the PS3's ass because those assholes went for a $600 console. And it, it just seems like the cheaper console is, has won the last, you know, the last two battles. Um, so we'll see what happens this time. We'll, we'll see. But yeah, and PS3 even caught up at the end of its lifetime. It yeah, it ended up being, I think, actually, like, if you look at, like, all the way through to the console life cycles, it, like, slightly edged out the 360. 
Well, I think the 360 contributed to a lot of that, like the actual product of the fucking red rings. All the red rings, man. Yeah. But but you know up front, you know they you know you, they got what you wanted. But anyways, I guess uh, moving on, let's talk some games. Yeah. So uh, Ubisoft forward. Um, to quickly summarize, then we can hit on whatever you guys want. We got looks at Immortals, Phoenix Rising, um, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time remake. Uh, some updates to Hyperscape, uh, Hyper, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the 10 year anniversary uh, editions coming the holiday. A lot of people clamoring for that. I've never played it, so I don't understand. That. Yeah, I got no interest. I, uh, personally, we got uh, Sam Fisher coming to Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, which He's is everywhere the- but his own. I know. Damn, man. Man. So many fucking people understandably pissed about that. Uh, Aiden Pierce uh, coming to Watch Dogs Legion. And then we got a crazy uh, game called Rider Republic, which is like extreme sports and uh, skydiving and wingsuiting. And uh, it kind of reminded me of like pilot wings, like on steroids mixed with like, uh, I don't know, like California games from back in the day. So highlights for me were definitely Immortals and Prince of Persia. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising, formerly known as Gods and Monsters, right? They changed the name. They kind of started off. <laughs> By telling everybody like, hey, like, so you knew it as this. Now it's called this. We felt like that was more um, in line of like what this game has become. And they talked about the extra development time um, that has allowed them to kind of expand on their initial vision. Um, so yeah, that was it? supposed to come out at the beginning of this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's now due out uh, in December, December, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I'm pumped for, man, because like everybody's comparing it to Breath of the Wild, and rightfully so, because it looks very similar. But the world and everything, and the the uh, the gameplay, the way that it looked, the way that uh, you're, you know, the one of the biggest things that I hated about the Breath of the Wild, man, was the weapon degradation, and ah. Uh, it was it was horrible, and I don't know. I I wasn't as interested in the world of of uh, Breath of the Wild as I have been uh, Zelda games of the past, and you know Greek mythology. I think is is awesome, so I'm way more in- interested in that. And you know, it just it looked you know just super colorful. It looked it looked fun. It looked funny. Uh, it looked uh, you know big like it had big bosses, so it's challenging. It looks like it had puzzles, so you know. Everything that you would want out of a, a game like that, you know, it's. I feel like it's um, gonna be, you, you know, just Assassin's Creed, but they really just take it to that mythology type thing, and uh, you know, go balls to the wall with it because they they've dabbled in it, dabbled in that kind of stuff in the games. You go to like Atlantis and stuff, or and you've stuff like that. I never played it, but uh, yeah, it looked more colorful and like fun, you know. Than, yeah, definitely like, Assassin's Creed, like. Um, I love like mythology, like especially like Greek mythology is, I think, um, you know, it's just like a lot of cool creatures and like gods and tales and stuff. And like your equipment, right? You get like the wings of Daedalus, like who, you know, gave them to his son Icarus and everyone knows how that turned out. So um, it's cool that you have that like piece of equipment that kind of ties into it. And, you know, um, it looks like a lot of the weapons and the things that you fight are like well-known, um, you know, bits of Greek mythology. So yeah, that was cool, George. Uh, I, I saw you comparing it to Breath of the Wild in the chat and talking about it. Is this something that looks like you want to play? I can't tell. Like, I don't I, know. so here's my thing. Like it, 
it to me it seems like a complete knockoff of breath of the wild <laughs> uh, but uh it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing you know like you give me breath of the wild with a different skin like i'm, I'm probably gonna be happy with that um i was hoping this game would show me in this particular um reveal that it would show me something at least one aspect that seems significantly different or unique and it didn't do that um but again that's not a bad thing right like to me brother wild is a great game it took me a while to get into it but once i did like I, you know i hit the ground running you give me a carbon copy of that game and i'm going to be content with it um, the setting the setting isn't like a, a a big like i feel like the settings are like a drastic no change i mean it, yeah it, it it is but i feel like it's just a different setting but it's it's very much the same like i to me i saw the whole runes things as identical to the shrine and some of them even looked exactly the same like pushing a freaking boulder and stuff like that uh and they do seem a little bit bigger but there wasn't something about like the games, maybe even its combat or its boss fights that 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 seemed different. But it's I don't want that to come across as a criticism because if you copy Breath of the Wild, like you're gonna get yourself a very good game, you know, in most people's eyes. So that's fine. Um, and it's not like Breath of the Wild's genre is something earth shattering either, right? It's just like it's a good it's, it was different for Zelda in a sense, but um, but it was a great game. Um, so but because it doesn't have those characters that I'm already like, or a story that I'm invested in, it, it doesn't scream at something that I'd jump on right away unless there was something different about it. It seems like a game I will definitely play. I just may not play it at launch, um, depending on what, what I have going on at the time, because it doesn't seem like, it doesn't grab my attention as much because it's not different. And I didn't play Breath of the Wild at launch either. It took me like a year to, to finally get into that game. So... We're likely going to be like gasping for like air and like just sleep deprived right. with like cyberpunk and destiny, yeah. and Assassin's Creed and all, so, all the stuff, you know, COD, if that's your thing, like, you know, there's a lot of shit that'll mm -hmm. in rapid succession between October and, and December that'll be out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's something like I definitely play at some point. Um, and hey, if it's a complete carbon copy, I'm cool with that. If there's something hidden in there, you know, that's going to be that's going to be bigger and better. Hey, I'm all for that too. You know, the fact that it's going to be on, you know, the it's boss probably fights already like better than Breath of the Wild. They had dog shit boss fights in Breath of the Wild for the most part. Like, I'm yeah, sure say like the, those boss fights weren't great, and like the temples, like, um, like you know, which were the divine beasts. Like, I also like. Well, I thought that some of the uh, the puzzles were cool. Like, those were they were like, more puzzles than actual big encounters. You know, I would agree with that. But yes. but yeah, other than that, there wasn't anything that I was too too into. Like. I mean, Watch Dogs, I'm not a fan of, you know, like maybe I'll give that game another shot someday. I'm just still disappointed that there's no Splinter Cell. Like, the fuck, man? I don't care about Rainbow Six. Like, whatever, dude. Like, give me another Splinter Cell game. That's all I want to hear from you guys at this point, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but, um, you're not alone there. I think. Yeah. What about Prince of Persia remake? Like, I never played. This I didn't play the time. first one, so I don't um, know. But it seems cool. People love that game. People love it. Love it. Love it. Like, it looked fun. Like, it kind of reminded me of like Aladdin. You know, like looking at like the the shit like in the, the the trailer. Like, I was like, oh, this has got like Aladdin vibes. Like, and I mean that in the best way possible, right? Yeah. Like, you know, kind graphically of like, though, like it looked like a PS2, PS3 game. You, yeah. you think that looked yeah. current gen? Holy no yeah, way! Yeah, I think it looked like early, like Xbox One, PS, like four, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that seems like the kind of game that you'd remake, right? And if they if they pull it off, you could attract some new fans. I did not play the original one, so um, but it definitely looks cool. Like you know, I'm, you know, might check it out. 
I think art style is going to be the thing that's so, you know, if a game feels good to play and like, it's got like a, an art style, like people aren't really caring if it like, it doesn't seem like the type of game from a complete outsider, like uh, that you're looking for ultra realistic, like beautiful graphics. Like that seems like kind of a lighthearted, like adventure game where it's like, if it's not the prettiest, like, but it feels good to play and it's like fun, then that's all I care about for that. But yeah, I've only played one Prince of Persia game and it was like that cell shaded one or whatever it was on the 360. Mm. Um, what I guess it was, it was supposed to like, I, I think it was like supposed to be like a, almost like a soft reboot. I think of the, of the game. Is that the um, one people but, didn't like genuinely, or is that the one that? No, I I think that one was well received. I I thought it was really cool. Um, I don't think it was you know anything absolutely incredible or anything like that, but I thought it was a really cool game. So like I I see why people would be excited for it for sure. Um, I mean, I say it doesn't look the best, but I'm I'm probably still gonna get it just because I did enjoy that other game and I want to see what you know, made people fall in love with the series in the first place. Same. Well, let's go ahead and wrap up with our impressions of what we've been playing. So one game I will leave to you guys. We can start off with Marvel's Avengers, <laughs> which I know you both got in your hands on. And then um, I don't know, Zach, if you play Tony Hawk, but I know George and I have, have played that. So we can talk about that afterwards. No, nah, I have not played Tony Hawk. Avengers is... Yeah it's real wishy-washy man because like I, me personally I, i'm enjoying the game i'm having fun with it right but it it has a lot of problems and ah <laughs> oh, george thought for sure you were gonna yeah. be totally you, of the coming game. out of defending the shit out of this game man all right <laughs> no nah, it it has it has a lot of problems that that need to be fixed and everything and for me, it's not enough to take me out of the game because I'm such a comic nerd that like just running around as Hulk and being able to do all that stuff, I'm like, hell yeah, man, this is awesome. So like that aspect of it is is totally cool and everything, but man, like the loop literally has you you are running around doing these same exact things over and over and over. And in like in, in a game like Destiny or something, you know you could you could travel to different areas and, and free roam around and and farm, you know, spin metal or whatever you got to get and and do all that. And you, you can't really do that in this game. You They'll drop you into an area and you have an objective and you can go and there'll be little question marks around. And they're the same exact things in every single place. You either rescue someone, solve a little thing where you have to throw a rock at a button or something or just it's going to be a chest or you fight uh, an enemy and it's just those always it's never varied the buildings i never look different uh stuff like that there's a lot of issues with like um i feel the camera like when you're running i mean jumping around as hulk and everything you'll jump in the stuff and then the camera will get all you know messed up and everything and and like hulk won't grab something like i'll jump right into a wall and Hulk just won't grab it and I'll fall off a ledge. And like a lot of stuff like that. The boss battles uh, in the game, um, in the end game, they are uh, uneventful. Um, some of them are not even like, it's just like a giant robot spider. Like I'm like, we're playing as the Avengers. Like I feel like there should be, you know, something that the Avengers, you know, as Spider-Man Far From Home would say that and uh, that's a, 
what does he say? That's a an Avengers level threat or something. Like there's nothing like that. In, in so my I opinion, saw a, a tweet that I thought was like, you know, I haven't played the game, you know, full disclosure, but like that perfectly encapsulated where I had concerns, like where they should have like a lot of the heroes, but not the villains. Was like it was like a a beautiful piece of artwork that was like super wide that had like all the different Marvel like villains from like all over and. Like the person said, like, why the fuck am I fighting all these goddamn robots when like we've got this to draw from? Like you could pick a handful of these people and like still have, you know, six sequels worth of fucking villains to draw from. Like, you know, easy, easy. Like, like, what the fuck? I think what Zach is trying to say is this game is garbage. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Not true. (laughs) This game to me is hot garbage. This game was not ready. It is not polished. Um, you know, for a game that got delayed, man, fucking delayed another year. You know, but even like, the, I feel like this game, it looks pretty, right? Even though there are I, there are some issues with graphics. Um, there's some things that they just left like blurry. Um, you know, there's a part where I was looking at someone's like uniform and it was like all blurry for a particular part of the cutscene, and then it was all clear by by the you know the next scene. Um, yeah. yeah, texture issues, but um. Like you have, you had so many things that you could have like drawn from in terms of villains. I agree, but even in terms of games, like, hey, dude, I mean, Insomniac laid out a perfectly great blueprint for a really good, you know, superhero game. You didn't go down that way. You wanted to go with this games as a service thing, this trying to make it Destiny. And what you did is you took the worst parts of Destiny, and and that's what you chose to incorporate into your game. The loot system is awful. The 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 grindy, the the repetitiveness, the the parts that people just do in Destiny just to get just to be able to do the fun stuff. But you, you didn't put the fun stuff. You just put the the annoying parts of of a game like Destiny. You know, like, and then yeah, some of the boss battles. Like what the hell? The the Hulk, uh, Thor, uh, Iron Man, like all these badasses fighting a fucking robot. You know, like just beating the crap out of it. You know, like. I think the the combat system is kind of weak. It's very button mashy. But like I was telling Chris off off air, like it could be fine if the you know because it does have some depth to it. If the game forced you to use it, but you can get by by just pressing square, 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 triangle, square, square, and then a couple dodges here and there, just by overwhelming enemy forces. Like you don't have to use any of these ab- abilities or cool things that you have. You can get like and the game has a ton of of diversity for builds like you can make your characters you can build them in different ways but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what you do there's no because there's no the game doesn't force you to be strategic with your builds because you can do whatever the hell you want but you can just get by with just basic light attacks you know like the game could have had so much more potential um i'm sorry it had potential to really be awesome and i was hoping that it opens up but the more i play it the more i see it's just the same thing like no matter where you go you're going to go into some sort of aim or hive base and and beat up the same robots in several waves and open a chest like i don't know and and the whole the whole loot system i think it's just it's just so unnecessary nobody wanted this like you go and you you pick up gear for your your hero and he doesn't really even it doesn't even change how he looks like it's just like completely um empty you know like you know it would be cool if the gear somehow changed your armor or your suit or it somehow contributed to the way that you look but no most of the stuff is microtransactions anyways though you can unlock a lot of stuff by playing the game like it's just you know to me the game is a five six at best 
Um, it does. I'm not done with it, but it does seem like the single player story will be pretty compelling and it's pretty good and interesting. Um, but based off of the way the multiplayer is, that's the that's supposed to be the big sticking point or selling point of the game. The the majority of the game is supposed to be the end game, the the multiplayer, and that it's just not good, not in a good state right now. So um, it, it's kind of disappointing, man, for a game that looked really good. I know it had a rough start in its debut, but then it started to look really good when they showed us more. I had I had a lot of high hopes for it, and I think I think the way Zach put it, you put it best. Like if you're a big comic book fan, big superhero fan, you're gonna stick with it and play it through and enjoy it. I'm not. I'm enjoying the game. I am enjoying playing it, um, but I am frustrated at what it could have been and what and what I know it's not. You know. Yeah, I, and for the. I, and- for the combat in the game too, like one thing I will say is like as as you do because I'm almost max level with my Hulk, so like as as you go and you get to the higher levels and everything, the enemies become obviously a lot more tougher and all that. So it it really does depend on you being able to utilize the different your different skills in the way that you you build it all out and everything like. With Hulk, like he has something called intrinsic rage, and like when he's uh, when that bar fills up and he's in overcharge mode, like he's stronger, he can take more damage, and he can heal when he's in there. And then if you like hold the right trigger and go into rage mode, like he, it'll activate a whole nother suite of things, and like it helps to keep him alive, and like you can keep people off of the other Avengers while you're sitting there doing. Um, uh, AOE things that will attract pretty much taunt enemies and attract them and everything. So I mean, like, it, it's definitely deep if you want it to be, but it's shallow. In it doesn't the sense, force you. it doesn't force you to. That's the thing. It doesn't make until you- late. Yeah. yeah, until later in the game. There's yeah. If you wanted to just go through the story and everything, you don't really need to build anything out. You don't need to. You can just go equip best gear. Keep hitting left trigger to equip the best gear whenever you get something new. And then you know, just uh, fly through the campaign, and that's it. Yeah, you don't really start getting into, you know, needing to pay attention to your abilities and how you can help the team and all that until you get to later on. Like we have to start going into the high bases and stuff, and uh, it's a lot more challenging and all that. But yeah, it's it's definitely definitely could have used a lot more polish and everything. It's uh. It's it's similar in the sense to Anthem where like you know it has a really good shell like the the game can be really good you know they can if they can just fix you know the way that the loot system is and if they can um deliver on the promise to um put out continuously put out you know like story content and everything because the story was surprisingly good like way better f- than I anticipated it being uh, which I'm pleasantly surprised with. And uh, yeah, I think if they can deliver on that front of, of keeping up with that kind of content and, and, and keeping it fresh, cause they said they want to do this for years. So, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, just like every other games as a service game, you know, they didn't have the best launch in you know, a year or two down the road, we're going to look back and be like, man, like look at what it is now versus what it used to be. Like Sea of Thieves is, I feel like, one of the best examples. I know like Destiny and all that did it too. But yeah. everybody wrote Sea of Thieves off. They were like, oh, this game's not going to do nothing. And then it like blew up and it got huge and they just kept updating it and they're still updating it. And 
has a you know a, a loyal following and then more people hopped on once they found out that the game got a lot better so you know i'm hoping it, it, it's able to travel that same avenue so i hope so i, I don't I, I mean i haven't finished everything yet but uh i i don't know i have a hard time seeing what what they could do because they'd have to make some massive overhauls but yeah I, I i hopefully they make it they make it work it's just i don't know what you know what kind of demand there was for a game like that like i would have been super happy with like a 15 20 hour single player really epic story and you know intertwining all these characters and stuff like that like i've been that's that's kind of what i would want you know what i would be good with you know i don't know why they went this route um you know right now they're striking out hopefully they can come back no yeah of course you know money's everything you know but um, um when you finish the story though i think i think you'll be where are you in the story I'm still very early on. Like I just, um, I just built Iron Man suit. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. So still, you know, I think I'm what twenty twenty two percent of the campaign or whatever it said, something like that. So I still got, a, I, I got a ways to to go. Well, you don't, you don't get to a hundred just by beating the game. You only, it only brings you up to like fifty or something like that, and then. Oh, so that's right. And okay. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I definitely want to hear your impressions after you beat it because, like I said. Uh, you know, from somebody who really likes comics and everything, and I wasn't expecting the most from the story, considering games as a service games don't usually have the best stories in them. Uh, yeah, very pleasantly surprised, and and oh, I think yeah. a lot of that goes to the voice acting too. Man, they all killed it. I'm oh, I'm all in so far on the story. I have zero complaints about it. I think the voice acting is great. I think the guy that plays Iron Man sounds a little more like Deadpool and less like Iron Man, like or like that's because he was Deadpool, Downey. dude. Yeah, like he sounds more like that than 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 the Robert Downey version. But it's very good. Like I have zero complaints about the story or the voice acting. Um, I don't find Kamala uh, 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 Kamala Khan that compelling, but but she's oh cool. man, she's I found quirky. her super so far. She's awesome. She's awesome. but uh. But I have zero complaints about the story. That's th that's the reason I'm still enjoying the game. That's how I think they're gonna draw more people in. Is if they can keep putting out, you know, whenever they release a new character or whatever, when Kate Bishop comes out, when Black Panther comes out, you know, it's if they can release cinematic and uh, good experiences. Yeah, uh, what's the word? Yeah, experiences. Then yeah, I think they can definitely keep people interested. Hopefully, yeah. We well let, quickly touch on Tony Hawk, and then I know uh, we got some dinner plans. Yeah, we, uh, we, we got to get to got a heart out uh, for Mr. George. Um, so uh, yeah, I'll just talk super quick, and then I'll let George like, uh, man, uh, I used to tear up Tony Hawk, and the muscle memory has been very slow to return. I'm getting there finally. Like I've 100 percented the first few levels. Like I'm in the uh, the city, the downtown level now. Um, so like I, I'm getting there. I mean, the short answer is like the game feels great to play. Like that's not a reflection of the game. That's me. But like, um, the soundtracks there, like you know, the sound effects, like it looks great. Like the graphical like upgrades are really really nice. Like especially lighting effects. Like I feel like you can really like tell the difference. Um, but it's fun. I mean, you know, it's Tony Hawk. Like it's fun. If you like Tony Hawk back in the day, like you would love this game. Um, I don't know how it would play for somebody that never played Tony Hawk back in the day, but I don't know that that's necessarily like their audience either. Like I yeah. feel like this game is a love song to like to fans, right? Like everything about it is just fan service, like and done right. Like no microtransactions, tons of collectibles, 
lots of challenges and fun stuff. And like I said, just moment to moment, it's a blast to play. Like even when you fuck up, it's still fun. So yeah, dude, it hits on all the nostalgia, man. Like this is the way you remake a game. Like I, the game plays exactly like the originals. It just looks better. You know, it's more responsive, obviously. But it, it holds that. And then that's what Chris was struggling with is that it's that ridiculous combos of never ending tricks and grinding and manuals that like you, you know, so it's ridiculous. The game is is broken and I'm glad it's still broken because that that was what made it so intense back back then. So um, it's definitely tough to, to, to get back into it. But like, you know, once you, you, you start feeling it coming back to you, man, it was done well. Uh, man, what a what a what a fun experience has been. I finished all of part one the first game I, I took a little break and then i gotta get into part two but what man i mean it just takes me back it just feels like i'm like i'm a kid again playing through the warehouse and all that stuff it was so it's so much it's been so much fun man i can't wait to play some multiplayer with with some with some buddies but it's 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 been what a, what a joy to, to play that game i wonder and you tell me chris do you think that this will I think it's been a success. I don't know. Um, it's been, been very highly reviewed, but do you think this will prompt a kickstart, a restart of the Tony Hawk games yeah. and then start a franchise here going forward? Yep. Yep. Um, if they're smart, they'll have Vicarious Visions, you know, who used to be a Destiny support studio um, before the breakup with Activision. Um, they will have them make the next game. And I say they do like whatever they call it, like whether it's just Tony Hawk Pro Skater, like or new Tony, I don't know, whatever the fuck you call it, have them do it and like keep a lot of the systems and like, you know, slowly iterate back into like, I think where they like, they kind of lost their soul from what I understand. Like I didn't play a lot of the, uh, the later games, but like I heard the game like really lost its soul. I think like you, you keep it simple. You do some fun, crazy shit. And like, you know, people are responding well to this. Like, so I don't think you need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Like I think people are reinvigorated. Like the franchise is reinvigorated. Like, You'll the forty dollar price point for this, by the way, at launch is like is a great value for like you get, yeah, you get two wonderful remakes like with tons of content like in it. Like, um, have you seen some of the custom shit that people have built? Not yet. I haven't even gone to the the, the oh, creator, and I can't God, wait. Dude. I've seen. I, I've been watching some stuff on Twitter. Uh, I saw a video that was essentially a roller coaster that was just a grind. And so, like, you watch the dude like go up like the entire like thing like winding around and then like all the way back down like without falling off like he's just like you know yeah it, it's it's crazy so Great. um kind of having that mario maker aspect to it too is just kind of like icing on the cake you know like it, like when you're done with the other stuff like you still have content that you can play through and check out so um yeah great nothing but good things to say about it yeah man it's 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 a lot of fun for me it's like personally for me it's a 10 out of 10 you know but uh I guess in today's today's world, it's probably like a nine. A lot of fun, man. But like, it's it's it was everything I could hope for and more. Like, ah, oh man, it's good shit. But uh, anyway, boys, I gotta run. I will catch you guys. We'll, we'll say our, our goodbyes and, and bounce out. Um, you can follow me at it's Waterman on Twitter. I stream twice a week at Rental Rush on uh, Twitch.tv/slash Rental Rush. Zach, anything you want to plug? No, sir. George, anything and, you want to uh, plug? Nah, man. Happy birthday to my lovely wife, Natalia. I love you. You don't listen to any of this because you could care less, but couldn't care less. But uh, nah, man. I'm out of here, guys. You guys have a good one. Later, man. man. All right. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week.